Hello and welcome to another episode of the Try Lawyer Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Try Lawyer Podcast. I am your host, Casey Arbenz, and man, I am pumped to be back on the air pumping out podcasts. And I'm on Apple now, so you might be hearing me on Apple. We've got thousands of listeners all over the world, as I'm sure many of you suspected. And being on Apple uh, makes uh, makes it even that much broader of an audience, and that is awesome. I couldn't figure out for the longest time. I think what I did is I changed the title of the podcast just by like you know, a word or two, and it got everything got screwed up. So anyway, uh, I'm on Apple and I'm pumped and I am, uh, for new listeners, you know, I am an Ironman five times. I'm a lawyer, a trial lawyer out of Western Washington, I'm an entrepreneur. I got a firm that's growing. We just had, got acceptance on our 11th lawyer today at the firm. So, you know, we've got, um, started when I started there, I think there were four of us. Uh, now there's 11. So we've been growing. Our market's been growing. We're growing into to new areas. And business has been great, even through COVID, which is awesome. I've also got a beautiful wife who's a lawyer herself. She runs a website. Uh, well, her law firm is called the Narrows Law Group. And she's, you know, an estate uh, planning and probate lawyer with a million clients who all love her, much more than any client I've ever had loves me. And she also started a website called Orbit Wills. Orbitwills.com that does uh, low-cost uh, estate planning for simple wills, uh, uh, estates, trusts, and end-of-life documents for a very reasonable price fraction of what you might pay if you hired a lawyer. And then she, who is a lawyer, reviews everything to make sure it's good. She'll call you if you want to talk, and she'll set help you set up someone to help sign your documents, get them notarized, and so you're good to go. And so that's, that's awesome. And, um, she's very successful. She's a great mother to our two children, Fletch and Phoebes. Fletch is starting first grade. Phoebes starting kindergarten, uh, this fall. And so we got a lot to be excited for. Only disappointing, uh, thing is what I talked about in the last podcast, which is that Kona has been postponed. I was just starting to hit my stride too. I was been working hard, had a, you know, a good race in Coeur d'Alene on June 27th to most of July. I'll say off. I mean, I, I exercised every day, probably for about an hour, you know, swim, bike, or run, but really cut back on my intensity and my miles and distance and all that. And so, um, kind of was having a little trouble, gotta be honest, the beginning of August, sort of getting back into the groove. And, uh, the last couple of weeks though, I'm according to my Garmin, I'm peaking again, um, which is a little frustrating given that I don't have an Ironman on the calendar, but I am doing the half Ironman in Washington here in a, about three weeks. And one of the things I like to talk about on this show are my workouts. And I don't do that. You know, I don't talk about my workouts to you know brag or to, you know, just talk about myself. It's, it's because I've always felt that's something that's missing from triathlon podcasts. And my favorite podcast is called I Am Talk with uh, Vivian James Isles and Coach John Newsom, and I've listened to, they have 785 episodes, I've listened to almost all of them, 
And one of the things that they'll do is they, they run a camp called Epic Camp, um, and they'll talk about the workouts at the Epic Camp, but they'll also, Coach Newsom will talk about some of the swim workouts he does. And for years, as I was getting into triathlon, which I started doing in 2012, and building from sprints to Olympics to half iron distance to full, is I'd want to know, <laughs> I'd want to know what people were doing. You know, there's a million great athletes out there doing all sorts of stuff, and you know, I'm not the pros. You know, you want to you want to follow with the pros and learn from them, but it's actually uh, way more useful, I think, to find age groupers. You know, in your in your age uh, category that maybe. Um, are, are performing, you know, better than you, but within range, uh, and, and watch what they're doing. And I've always wanted that. And it's been harder to find, you know, I go on Strava. I just, I frankly, you know, most of my trains alone, I'm part of a team, but I live in a fairly small town. I don't know that many athletes and the ones I do know aren't always, you know, in the same age group as me, or even the same sort of general category of speed and that sort of thing. So it's hard to it's hard to find that data, and they get an honest assessment of whether what you're doing is, is frankly enough uh, to get you to where you want to be. And so, um, I I talk about my workouts, which I'm going to tell you about right now. Um, basically, I've been focusing on doing a long run every weekend. Uh, I did my shortest one in the last like five weeks was last weekend. I did a ten miler. And uh, my bike rides, uh, because now I'm going from full Ironman train to half, I cut back a little bit. I did time, time kind of got in the way. So I only did, I did a 90 minute ride on Sunday and then I get a 90 minute ride on Tuesday. But I, but I swam three days this week, which is good. And I, and I ran or biked two of those days or all three of those days as well. And so I feel like I got a pretty good volume of training this week. I swam this morning not very far. My buddy Mike and I went out and, uh, lake was cold. You know, we've been having some cold weather all of a sudden here, uh, in Washington. And, um, we went out for a swim, water was cold and, but we were, he's a good swimmer. And years ago I would have died just to be able to hang with this guy. And now, now I can, he's older, um, maybe put on a few, few LBs, but he's a really great swimmer. He's in, and he's still in very good shape. And uh, now I can hang with him, but man, he uh, he can make me work sometimes. And he got a new wetsuit, which is shaving off several seconds per 100. So we went out, and initially our plan was to just do like hard sprints um, across the the lake, and uh, not necessarily go for a lot of distance. And then we started talking. We, we, you know, too many breaks leads to too many talk talking. You know, too much talking. So then uh, we were at like a thousand, and we worked really hard, but we were about gas. And I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I can't quit after a thousand yards. So we did another thousand, a little easier, got to 2000. So not a great swim. Actually, I got to 2,500. Um, but most of, most of the swims have been above 2,500 to, you know, say 3,500. And then I uh, got home and I'm playing kind of playing hooky today from work. So I, I, I ran an hour, uh, just did some intervals, did three 10 minute intervals at race pace for 70.3, which without my Nike, uh, alpha flies is probably about a 7:45 pace, and so with those, it's probably 7:15. It's hopefully a 7:15. I'm sure I won't run that quite that fast in a race, but um, so I did that, ran an hour, and uh, yesterday did not swim, but had a had a 90-minute hard bike ride, and before that, 
swam uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So good week, high volume, uh, good runs. I'm gonna I'm heading to our lake house in Lake Chelan. I'm gonna probably not gonna swim, even though it's like the best place in the world to swim. I'm going to uh, go for a run. Actually, I'm going to ride tomorrow and watch the Collins Cup uh, on my Peloton, and then I'm going to run far on Sunday, probably a long run for me, which is probably the 15 miles or so. So I'm excited about that, and um, wanted to talk in this podcast just briefly. Like I don't, I don't have a ton to talk about. I'm excited about the Collins Cup tomorrow, which if you know you have a chance to watch, you should. Uh, what I'm most excited about really is uh, this documentary I just saw called The 100-Foot Wave on HBO. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's um, it's probably pretty new, but I just noticed it, and it's about four or five, maybe six episodes. I watched it while I was on the bike, and uh, man, it was awesome. I mean, just exactly the type of thing you love if you're into triathlon, I mean, the thing is, these guys are just like us. You know, they just love to be up early, at it, doing cool stuff, pushing themselves to the limits, um, you know, in nature, outside, kind of away from the hustle bustle, away from the stress. And they talk about on these big waves how when you're when you're out there and you're paddling into one or you're being towed into one and you get on one, I mean, there's it's so intense it's such a rush, but also it's, you know, it's so terrifying that you, you can't be anywhere, but exactly in the moment. And that really seems to me to be, you know, ultimately the moral of the, of the series. But, you know, the long and the short is there's, there's a small group of surfers, one guy in particular, Garrett McNamara, who I kind of remember as a kid. He's now like, he's like 10 years older than me. So he's probably in his mid fifties and he's, um, he finds this wave uh, in called Nazare in Portugal, and it's this just huge peak off a big point, geographic point, and the waves can, can just be huge. And they believe that they, they can surf a 100-foot wave, and uh, all the trials and tribulations associated with it, the dangers, and the growth, of course, becomes more popular and all that. And uh, this guy's also, you know, got a wife and kids, and... Um, it suffers a lot of injury and I won't give it all away, but I would just say, watch this thing and, um, you'll come away from it pretty inspired. And if, if you like the podcast, if you like thinking about things I do, and if you're like, I think most of us in the triathlon world who are also into, you know, high octane business and, you know, we're, we're up and at it and we, we want to balance our, our ambitions, both in work and in sport and with our families and being, you know, good at everything, right? Like not just, not just good, but great at everything. It, you'll, you'll, you'll dig it and you'll get a lot out of it. And, um, it really passed the time. You know, I talk about it on the podcast a fair amount about what, what passes the time for me when I'm on the bike or on the treadmill. And I'm just, it just hit me in as I talk about that little wave of sadness just rolled over me because summer's summer's ending and uh I love I love doing stuff outside I ride mostly inside for safety reasons and just time reasons but I run outside and I love running outside and I love running without headphones and just 
be lost in my thoughts on beautiful, sunny summer days. <laughs> and I just had a wave of sadness that that and my morning swims at the lake are, are probably coming to an end uh, pretty soon here. But, you know, that time, you know, alone is great. And uh, I love it. And it's coming to an end. But when you have to be inside, you have to train inside, you got to be able to watch stuff that's good. And so uh, this 100-foot wave uh, passed the time for me the same way like an action movie does or an action TV show, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, The Sopranos. Um, I watched, I think I talked about it recently, I talked, I watched um, I watched Point Break again with, with Busey and uh, Swayze and Keanu. And that, that movie's so good. I mean, that is a great two-hour Peloton or trainer ride movie. And it might, in, my, in my garage, if my bikes, if I didn't like sweating on my bikes, uh, or I did not like sweating on my bikes, I'd use my F2 triathlon bikes, yet I'd ride my Peloton more than the bikes. You know, I have a smart trainer and I have Swift, and I like Swift. But I'll do, but I do have it set up so I could actually do Swift on one TV and do, um, and watch a movie or a TV show on the other. And I just do the same thing when I'm on my Peloton, but it really does pass the time. And I find that action movies, things with action, gunfights, stabbing, John Wick, <laughs> uh, John Wick. Uh, what's another one I watched recently? Um, with, uh, not Van Damme, the other guy, uh, Steven Seagal. I watched, uh, also with Gary Busey. Um, gosh, what was that? I'm having a, I'm, I'm blanking on it at the moment. Uh, oh yeah, Under Siege, uh, <laughs> great movie. But those types of things just do pass the time for me. So uh, always on the on the lookout to hear about people's workouts, hear what they do to pass the time with their exercise. And if you're like me and you're in the northern hemisphere and the northwest of the United States, uh, your summer window is closing rapidly. And uh, it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of indoor training, especially with Kona, supposedly in February. So that's all for this week. Uh, it's been a great episode. I want to thank you all for listening to the Try Lawyer podcast. We will see you next time. And everybody train hard, and we'll see you then.